Hey guys, welcome in to Cookie Speaks Words. We have Bad Batch to talk about. We haven't talked about the Bad Batch in quite a while, but the season has come to an end with a interesting conclusion, and we will be discussing it in some detail, and we will talk about the whole season as a whole. It's repetitive and doesn't sound good, but that's my intro. Bohan is here too. How are you, Bohan? I have acid reflux from hell. All right. Honesty leads the way. Acid reflux from hell. Well, let's... Uh, I don't have a segue for that, so we're just going to keep talking. Um, <clears throat> Yeah. So here's uh, the battle plan. Basically, we're going to talk about uh, episodes, which I guess are two of them, 15 and 16, and talk about uh, the big events and stuff that happened in them. <laughs> I like how sucks. you... I want to kill myself. Made sure that we could hear your acid reflux. You like stuck your like. I have to suffer. Everyone else's ears have to suffer too. It sounds. It doesn't really sound like a belch. It sounds more like. It's just vomit. It's it's just vomit hanging out in my throat. God, that's much worse than what I was envisioning. Uh, Oh, God, that's horrible. Yeah. (laughs) No, I was thinking more like just an acid hell. That's just straight up GERD. Deep inside, but. Uh, oh, Oh, my God yeah that's a very appealing so i forgot what we're talking about again episodes 15 and 16 of the bad batch we'll talk about those talk about the big moments and stuff from that and then we'll talk about the whole season if you haven't seen any of this stuff spoilers are coming from here on so this is your spoiler alert please run away if you are too scared to take it bohan what did you think of the ending episodes 15 and 16 did you think bad batch ended smoothly or kind of fell flat on its face or somewhere in the middle i don't think i care um i don't think this show this show isn't a bad show um trying to think of how i want to word this i liked some of the ending and then did not like the rest so it's like uh it's like a split down the middle because there's half. some things that I have concerns about, and then there's other stuff that just didn't make sense to me. And I was like, why? Okay. So th- there's a mixture of the two. There, the the death that we had in the show. Oh my god, this fucking acid reflux. I, I, I just want to die. We're, we're in spoilers, so. Um, so Tech dies. At least yeah. that's what we're led to believe. Hard to believe he didn't die. Star Wars has an issue of keeping people dead. So I felt like there were a couple episodes earlier in the season where Tech actually got some character development to kind of give it a like get us a little more attached to him. Um yeah. he started to try to be a little more human and try to feel emotions and you know he he was starting to become more more people oriented instead of always just having his face planted in tech all the time and uh i I really liked that because i wasn't expecting honestly i wasn't expecting any members of the bad batch to ever die ever so that kind of caught me off guard now if they the thing is this death was impactful i i like all the bad batch like i like all these troopers um there isn't one that i don't like and uh so this character death actually had some impact for me and uh 
if they just bring him back, uh, I'm going to be pissed. I, I hate when shows do this shit. Like, I like when they kill them off, but if you're going to kill them off, keep them dead. Yeah, no, let the impact, the impact let the impact stay there. Don't don't bring him back. So like I'm hoping that in like season three he doesn't just like show up in on the back of a pterodactyl dragon bat monster and start saving everybody. I, I don't want cool. that. <laughs> pterodactyl bat monster returns. But the things that I like, I like that part. As long as tech stays dead. That's that's what I'm saying right now. I do like yeah. that. I I really like that part. That showed some balls. Yeah, that was that that was some you know good writing. And like I said earlier in the season, they because he has a moment in uh, whenever they're in that mine with Omega, he has that moment with Omega. Like Omega's like, why don't you ever like feel anything? Are you a person basically? Mm-hmm. And then like it kind of sinks in and text like, oh, maybe I am kind of like, uh, a robot, evasive <laughs> with my emotions. Yeah, yeah I'm a robot. Uh, so there, I really like that growth, and then you know, they kind of gave us more reason to like him, and they killed him off. What I did not like about this episode is Sid, and why did they go back to Sid? That that doesn't make any sense to me. So they're ghosting Sid. They've been ghosting Sid for what seems like a little while now. I don't know what rotations translates to, but it seems like it's been a minute since they've had any contact with Sid. And as soon as they run into this like ruckus after the summit episode, they go right back to Sid. Like this is somebody that has already warned them like, hey, if you boys don't get back into contact with me, I know things about you that can ruin everything you have like she already made threats to them why go back there why did they go like they must have had very little options that's the only i'm just trying to why not go back to that remote planet uh is it palu palu i'm guessing that was too far away because they thought that they needed medical attention immediately i don't know i wouldn't have gone to sid that was my best guess as to why they did what they did. I'm just playing, trying to play devil's advocate. I just um, thought that was stupid. That I thought that was a really dumb decision. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it wouldn't. I, I can only see them doing it out of desperation. I think what's more stupid about that situation is that they didn't think that that might happen. Right. You know, like, okay, we have to go to Sid because we have nowhere else to go or there's nowhere else we can go to get medical attention this quickly, but we need to be on our guard because Sid will probably fuck us over. Like, that should have been in the back of their heads, but that didn't seem like they... They seemed completely caught off guard. Um, I hope, though... I didn't hate it entirely, because there was a part of me of, like, that's right, consequences. If you're going to be stupid, that's what you get. If you keep trusting this piece of shit, and you keep thinking that she's so great, and we're going to keep doing nice things for Sid forever consequences when you deal with pieces of shit you get fucked over right i kind of like that, that from that's that a point. valid point but at the same at the same point though like why hunters they there? hunter's been really sketch of sid ever almost ever since the beginning basically yeah, since they met her yeah. so now that she has made a point to them that she's angry and upset with them and that she could definitely sell them out to the empire or whoever why would you go back there? Like, I, I just feel like 
especially like Hunter, like the the only one that I would expect to make that decision would be Wrecker, just because Wrecker's Wrecker. All the other ones, for the most part, are pretty competent clone troopers. So that just... Well, I mean, Wrecker is. He's just not I very didn't. smart. <laughs> I just didn't think that it made sense. I, I thought that was a very odd decision to go straight to Sid. The only, like I said, the only excuse I could think of is that there's literally nowhere else they could have gone for medical attention. I don't know the logistics of how much that makes sense, but that's the only reason I could think that they would do that. Because otherwise, yeah, you're right. It makes absolutely no sense for them to go back to Sid. <clears throat> I um, I hope though that this, I I really hope that this doesn't turn into, we should feel bad for Sid in the future. Because usually oh, in Star Wars, when there's a situation that someone fucks somebody else over in this way, you know, there's a redemption arc for that character. Now Lando was different because for me, I liked Lando. He really didn't feel like he had a choice. You know, like, I felt like Lando's redemption is okay in Star Wars, but I'm pretty sure this has happened in, like, Clone Wars and other smaller series is that someone betrays them, and then they... Actually, it happened in Bad Batch this season. But that one character who turned them in, betrayed them, and then rescues them later in the exact same episode, the kid... What really the, frustrates me is... The guy who was stealing all their food. They went out of their way to, like, save Sid during that whole like racing filler episode. Yeah. And like for me there's no redemption for Sid. No, same. Like I, I want to see her that. die. They could have they could have just honestly. let her be taken as a slave and have never seen her ever again. They could have just yeah. done that, but they didn't. They they ended up putting themselves on the line and saving her from basically being yeah, a slave. Yeah, not to mention Sid has already not helped them the one time they asked for her help. Right. Which also happened and then this. So yeah, like I, I don't want a redemption arc for her. Like if yeah, Sid ever, shit. if Sid ever shows up again, I hope it's for her to die. But they're not. Well, gonna that's what be I was hoping. Door. I was hoping like whenever like Hunter and Wrecker were like you know after they were out of their uh, like cuffs or whatever, and, and they, they were, were running back, to, back to the Marauder. Like no, I was hoping that like they would have seen Sid like cowardly running away, and they would have just mowed her down in the street. There's no way they would do it. You see, that's I, the thing I, 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 that I was hoping me. for it. It would be great. But my my thing that really bothers me is here, now you cannot redeem this character. Like, she's she's done. No. And like, I, there's I get no that redemption they, for her. I get that which, they wanted to make her scummy. I know that's the point. But don't bring her back and be like, don't oh. Don't bring her back with oh, redemption. It is... Sid is all broke now and she needs money. Let's help her. Yep. No. That's that's what I'm worried about. Like I'm fine with Sid being a piece of shit. If she's a piece of shit, she's a piece of shit. That's fine. That could be her character. But don't do this stupid redemption arc where oh, we got to save Sid or we got to forgive nope. Sid. Like no. I mean like hey, forgiveness is great and all, but there are levels to forgiveness. That doesn't it's mean limits. you just blindly trust everybody. You get over yeah, it mean, yourself. You she don't has like, caused them, trust her. <laughs> she has caused them to lose Omega. Like, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's kind of like this squad's like pride and joy. That's their, I guess, little sister. Yeah. She is the, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, there's no redemption for uh, her at this point. There's just none. So I hope that they won't go down that. But I also can't, like, if Sid ever shows up again in this series, it's they're not going to just mow her down 
you know. Yeah, it, well, if she does show up, they're going to do like it. her corpse hanging from the gallows or her head's on a spike or something. I mean, that'd be awesome, but they're not going to do that. There's no fucking way. Um, I don't know. Sometimes the show just gets randomly dark out of nowhere. Some episodes they do get dark sometimes, like very dark. Um, so yeah, I, I, how do I put this? I would like what they did with Sid if they don't try to redeem her, but I know they're going to try to redeem her. That's my problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? And see, that's, that's where the show is going to start going way, way down for me. If but like, if they bring tech, I back like it for the consequences go back, part of you. If they go back for like more Sid bullshit, then I'm going to be like, all right, I, I don't even know if, I guess I would just have to suffer through it at that point because then it would really just not make sense anymore. Yeah, and Tech's death, I mean, I think it's kind of neat because of what you said. Like, they were building Tech's character up, so to kill him at this point was actually pretty surprising. This is not... Yeah, and I wasn't... I was not expecting that. If they were going to kill a member of the Bad Batch, I would have thought it'd be like uh, Echo or something because Echo hasn't had a lot of character development this season. He actually hasn't been around for about half the season. So, I mean, if he sacrificed himself or something, that would have been who I would have expected them to kill off if they were planning on killing off somebody in the Bad Batch. Tech is not the one I would have seen coming. And they were trying to develop some sort of weird romance with Fee, which I really don't understand that. That seems very forced. But that's another reason I wouldn't have thought they would kill Tech. I mean, I think, it was just, I think they were just trying to like find another way to humanize him. Yeah, but eh, not very well written. Um as far as other things, though, um, as you talked about Tech's death, you talked about Sid. Was there other things you did like, didn't like from the finale? I also like things I didn't like. Well, did or didn't like. I don't know how I feel about the uh, the doctor lady also being a clone. Oh, her sister or whatever? Yeah. I don't know what that entirely would mean i don't really like that as much because i feel like it kind of takes like they made omega seem so special and unique that like you know oh she she was made as the first member of the bad batch like because she was technically you know created before like wrecker and hunter and uh tech and crosshair confusing to me but yeah I, i think she just has they probably have accelerated growth to where she doesn't would yeah. be my guess. Um, I feel like they took that special individuality from her by just saying, oh, look, there's another clone that is the sister of Omega. I was like, okay, why? Do we need yeah, this? Yeah, I feel like that's one to be continued. I don't feel like I'm ready to make a call on that because I really have no idea what they're going to do with that. It's like... It doesn't massively interest me either. It's not like, oh my god, that's crazy. For me, yeah, it's like, okay, what's the point? Like, I'll see what you're doing. Like, I w- that would not have been my final scene of the season if I was writing the show. I would have been like, I would put that at the final of an episode, maybe, but not of the whole season. Like, that's not a cliffhanger good enough for a season finale. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's more of an episode. Like, oh. Well, I wonder what'll happen next week, not like next year. Like I'm not gonna care for an entire year about that cliffhanger. You know what I mean? Like that's Same. not enough for me. Omega getting kidnapped, that's a little bit bigger. That would be a bigger kind of cliffhanger, I guess. Well, and the same thing too with Crosshair. Crosshair is kind of in a really shitty situation. Oh, yeah. He's 
He's had the ever living fuck tormented out of him. Crosshair's had a rough go. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, the one thing I did like about this uh, this finale though was that it was pretty unpredictable. Like it, it made you agree. feel like it was going to go a certain way, and then it completely goes on its head with the whole Saul Guerrero thing, which I didn't see coming at all. Yeah, but... <laughs> I like how that they did that though. That was that was an interesting twist to like say that the Saul Guerrero ends up fucking everything up and you know the tracker gets blown up and everything gets blown up and it's not like that to too killed. their plan didn't go still, yeah know. their plan didn't go 100% according to plan cuz like you know Saul Guerrero being the wild card just shows up and he's like I'm blowing the fuck out of this place and I don't care what anyone else has to say about it which and, uh, I mean I get like Saul Guerrero is not going to yeah, just suddenly be like ah fuck my plan like who knows how long he's been planning yeah no that. I was I was absolutely <laughs> fine with that like I said that whole like you know that whole scenario of events in that episode I really liked yeah it was very unpredictable and ultimately Saul Guerrero kind of gets Tech killed it's ultimately kind of his fault that Tech dies yes. So it's an interesting and not only that, weird twist they can't track Omega now either because the ship that was or in the hangar, <laughs> yeah, the ship that was in the hangar got blown up that had the tracking device on it. Yeah, not to mention the whole point of that episode was to get Crosshair, and the whole episode completely changes because they're not only not going to get Crosshair, they have way bigger problems. They lost tech. Yeah, their their mission goes to complete <laughs> I mean, shit. Yeah, and like, I, and the I thing like is, that. like, this whole season that that never really happens. Like, their plan might go to semi shit, but they easily get out of it. This finale is like, nope, you're not, their plan is not only going to go to shit, it's going to get worse. You thought you lost Crosshair? No. You lost Tech forever. He's now dead. Omega? Now she's gone. Sid? Fucked you over. You almost lost everybody. Mention, it's, it's really crazy how that kind of... Not to mention, Echo has up. been doing like a lot of work. Like He kind of left the squad to go do work with uh, Commander Rex. Yeah. So, it's a... Uh... Yeah, it, it really. I really like that. I like that it was unpredictable. I didn't know where it was going. I was confused when they kept saying the cameras were disabled. I'm like, why the fuck would they keep disabling the cameras? Yeah, that's what I was and wondering that, too. Because so at first, I was, was thinking, neat. I was like, wait a minute, does Tarkin know about this somehow? Like, is he? I thought it might be something like with them. Like, is he like, like? Is he playing like big boy mind games with them to kind of get in their heads to make them like mess up and he's going to capture them? That's what I thought was going on. Because yeah, like my my it, thought was that whatever they were about to do to the Bad Batch, they didn't want it recorded. I'm like, oh, this could be crazy dark. Like, what are they about to do that they don't want right. on record? I'm like, oh my god, that was one of my thoughts. Uh, but it made more sense that Saul Guerrero was involved. Or something. and also some more credit to the Empire here. They weren't completely like stupid either. Like, no, they they were pretty competent during this whole thing. Because even whenever the uh, they jam the signal of the uh the lift like the mm -hmm. the empire is immediately on it because he's like hey like run a scan on that real quick and uh after that he's like we need to like something's up like those don't just malfunction like that like they were they were on top of everything yeah they didn't do the whole thing of eh, it was probably a bird or well, something it was just you know a, like a bird eh, pooping on weird the, the scanners yeah, like he's not fucking around but i mean it makes sense too because they have all these high ranking lieutenants there it's like ah eh, no, something's weird. I'm going to find out why something's weird. And I like how they had it all prepared. Like, even if there was a bomb that goes off, it doesn't matter because they have it. 
they have like a bomb proof like wall that can go up. Yeah, they had like uh like they were very come over the windows and stuff. They were they were pretty much ready for an attack. And I do think throughout this, and I think we could talk about this more when we talk about the whole season, but they really do show the Empire to be pretty damn competent overall. Like I know the stormtroopers still can't hit anything and everything, but you know, they at least the Empire has smart, interesting plans. Like what they're doing is smart. Um, and that was the coolest thing about this season was oh, also did you uh that kind of conflict did you notice the little like um krennic easter egg yes. there at yeah, the summit they threw krennic in there about <laughs> operation stardust yeah which I was kind of cool that was a nice little cameo i wondered if that was going to have a deeper meaning but not yet i mean i think it was just yeah i think it was just kind of thrown in there i, I really like that easter though. egg yeah, it's, that's cool. I like in Stardust, Rogue One. Fucking love Rogue One. So I mean, any any call to that is always good. Um, trying to think what other major things happened in this finale. It was interesting to me that they were about to go to that planet and we're just going to live there. Because I thought for a second, like, are they going to do that and just end the series? I'm like, boy, that's what I really thought was going to happen. Ending. I was like, oh, okay, you know, they're finally deciding to like settle down here and. They live happily ever after. My thought was maybe they would do that and then we would just follow Echo or something in like season three or it was Either just like, like straight up between Echo and Crosshair. Yeah. I also like that all of them were talking about the clone uprising, the Imperial commanders and stuff like they're fully aware that that's probably going to happen and they're all preparing for that. I like that, too. It's showing the Empire well, is not oblivious also... to what's happening with the clones. They aren't, but it's also dark as shit what that doctor wants to do. Because he's like, oh, he's like, well, if you manage to, like, capture any of the clones, just bring them to me. And he's like, I'll make them listen. Because he wants to keep them imprisoned and basically experiment on them. Yeah, which is pretty dark. But, I mean, I really... I mean, that's the high point of this show is seeing how it connects episode three and episode four with with what happens with the clones, because that's one of the big question marks is, all right, the Empire takes control of these clones and then suddenly they're all gone by the time we get to uh, New Hope and they're all like stormtroopers. What was the transition? What happened there? Why didn't that work out? And I, I think that's probably the strongest point of this show is showing that what happened is actually very well done. I think they've intricately done that. And I guess I'm kind of skipping around, um, so I'll I'll get to that later. But as far as the finale itself, it was enjoyable. I'm not going crazy over it. I I think the ending is, you know, it gives a little bit of a cliffhanger, a little bit of interest. Um, But they're really getting closer and closer to something very, very big. It it looks like they're leading to something with uh, Palpatine and his cloning process. I assume that's what they keep alluding to with this, like what they really want to do with this cloning technology. I, cause when she says what you're trying to do is impossible. He's like, well, you better figure out how to do it. I assume that's leading to the whole cloning of Palpatine that we see in mm-hmm. the sequels. Right. The and, somehow Palpatine is back question yeah. being answered. <laughs> I mean, even if they find a way to make that, reasonable now i still don't forgive them for how stupid that was in rise of the skywalker so i mean like but i guess i can commend them on at least not just leaving that a giant plot hole because they're trying to explain that in mandalorian and in bad which is kind they of they are they're really they're, they're really, really going the for it. there 
So, I mean, I guess I can commend them for that. It, but it just goes to show how stupid that decision was that you need so much lore now to explain retroactively. It's kind of another story, but I think that's ultimately what they're trying to do here, I guess, with all this cloning stuff. Or maybe there's something even more complicated and interesting that they're working on. I don't know. But I assume that's what this is all leading to. I don't know if you have any other theories with the cloning stuff. No, I mean, that's... I can't see what else it could be. I, I think that's what they're leading to as well, is that the Palpatine that we see in... Uh, oh, what's Episode that trash nine. movie? Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I'm assuming they're just trying to uh, give us a reason for Palpatine returning instead of just somehow... One thing I wonder is if they actually had bigger plans than just Palpatine. I mean, I guess in episode nine, he does have like a whole gigantic army from nothing that I guess they probably clone too. So I guess that's the overall plan. And see, that's the thing. Like, not sure how they're going to make that make sense, but you know, the the sequel trilogy kind of, well, I mean, I guess it's Star Wars related, but we're kind of getting off of Bad Batch topic here. But the whole sequel trilogy could have been great it could have been fantastic sure. but as as soon as we got um the last jedi it was it was all downhill from there yeah it was pretty it was over. <laughs> yeah they it was over it's so crazy to me the last jedi just a few adjustments could have made that a really good movie they're big adjustments but just a few like change this change that there's some things that the path that they were on could have worked, but they fucked it. As up. soon as I remember being in theaters and watching that movie, as soon as, and as, soon, as soon as Leia, Mary Poppins herself, back onto oh, that the ship, was the I was like, okay, I was like, all right. This I thought, this I thought we it. were in trouble as soon as Luke threw the lightsaber over his head. I'm like, oh wow. I'm like, this this is a bad start, and the rest of the movie, I was just confused. And then I wasn't sure if it was bad until I looked at you guys and you're like, that was bad. I'm like, okay. So that really was bad. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, that. did I miss something? Did I just watch? Yeah, it took me a while to digest. Anyway, we're getting we are getting off subject now. Um, so let's talk about the Bad Batch overall, season two, and what we thought about the entire season from start to finish. I'm I'll go first on this. And I'm gonna say like if I was to rate this out of if I was to rate it out of 10 for an entire season, I think I would rate it a seven. That's wow. That's the exact number I had too. Really? Generally yep. good, but there were it was a it was a weird the, mix. The filler episodes were painful. There were some shit episodes. Now some of the filler I didn't hate, some of the filler I did. And the filler is basically anything that doesn't have to do with the overall clone uprising rebellion empire and how the empire is working with clones plot, which is there's probably about out of 16, I'd say seven or eight of the episodes probably were some sort of filler, basically just a story that didn't really progress the overall plot. Some of them weren't bad. Some of them were interesting stories. I'm like, okay. I don't that that's interesting. Some of it gave some interesting background lore, interesting characters. Most of it though was pretty uneventful, and some of it was just awful. There was like four or five episodes where like, ugh, like yeah. that was a fuck. I don't care if that episode exists or <laughs> and it was pointless. So there was there was about four or five episodes like that. Um, 
but why this like you know why why this season is so relatively high for me at a seven is there are some really good episodes in there too oh there are the episodes that are like plot related are great great i love how they've done this progression of what happened to the clones i love it i think they've done a really good job telling that story of you know how did the clones become what they eventually turn out to be i'm very invested in that story and i really really think they've done a good job showing that progression there's a lot of good big moments in the season two like the whenever palpatine shows up and does the like uno reverse card on Mm -hmm. uh rampart that was that was great because that was something that was something i could totally see palpatine doing is like hey palpatine yeah like he just he pulled the strings and just puppeteered his way exactly to where he wanted to be yeah and they keep showing all these imperial commanders that are actually very competent and very smart rampart was a smart cruel evil dude and now this hemlock guy like these guys are not like pushovers because like Tarkin wasn't really a pushover. But when you look at some of the other Imperial commanders, especially in Empire Strikes Back, which I kind of enjoy because Vader kept killing them, they they look a little more like dunces who can't seem to get anything done. You know, now we're getting to see some of like these Imperial leaders that really push the you know Empire forward and why they were able to and how like malicious they could be and stuff and how they had their own personalities, their own agendas that they were working on. I've kind of enjoyed watching that, um, but I've really, really, really enjoy stuff with Crosshair. I think Crosshair was probably my favorite some, uh, thing about this season. He had some interesting character development this season too, because whenever... he's only in like three episodes. <laughs> yeah, whenever he's not in he, because uh... he he's all about like you know being a soldier and whatnot and following mm-hmm. orders, but even now he is starting to see that the empire does not care about soldiers. They definitely don't care about clones and they don't care about their own soldiers too. Like no. the, the stormtroopers that they're recruiting, they don't, they're collateral damage most of the time to the empire because even whenever uh, in the summit episode, like Tarkin's like, Hey, uh, get some fighters to shoot that car down that they're in. And uh, you know, kill, kill the, invaders or the intruders whatever and uh one of the guys is like so you shoot fighters at the the cable cars that's going to kill some of our own troops that are in the cable cars as well and he's like i don't care like they they don't care about their soldiers and crosshair finally sees that now and he sees how they're treating his fellow brothers and turns on an imperial officer and just straight up like mercs him mercs him i was like all right yeah crosshair has been extremely interesting and still my favorite episode of the season was episode three which is crosshair with commander cody they go to that droid planet that was an awesome episode i love that episode i still do it's one of my favorite like clone wars slash bad batch episodes of star wars animation i've ever seen and just crosshair is just so incredibly interesting to me this season so i know he's not in it much or it would actually be a lot higher, but the stuff that's had him in it has been extremely interesting. And pretty much everything that's involved this clone rebellion has been interesting. There has been very little I that I could say that has been about that plot that I've been like, okay, this is this this isn't that great. As long as they've stuck to that plot, it's been good. But I mean, fifty percent is not sticking to that plot. So I mean, 
And that yeah, part because like the the treasure you know, okay the treasure hunt episode, I did not oh, like that episode. God, that episode sucked. That one sucked. Um, I didn't care um, about the racing episode. Racing episode sucked. The episode uh, with like one of the episodes that wasn't good but wasn't terrible. I think was the one with the kid and the dude who was taking all the food. Like uh, it's not great, but it's not terrible. It's not good. <laughs> I, I still didn't care. The only thing um, that the I liked about that little was kind of cool. The only the thing I liked Jedi. about that little arc with like the kids stealing their ship and then being trapped in the mines is we actually got some character development from Tech. I liked that. Like that yeah, was a that good was part that too. came out of that. Yeah, that was kind of a two episode thing. Yeah. Um, but that would that was the episode I was talking about where a kid where they get betrayed and then he has the right. redemption arc. I'm like, oh my god, that was <laughs> kind of boring, but all right. Um like there but there were some that were just like this is just awful and there are there are a decent amount of cringe moments in this series in this season um you know i find sid to just be a cringe character at this point like not only is she like i guess we're supposed to not like her but not from a cringe point of view i don't think see we're i didn't mind sid about her in the beginning of like like in season one I didn't really mind Sid. Yeah, I didn't hate her. Season, season I one. really, I really started to just not like Sid at all. Yeah, I'm. I really don't like the Fee character either. I find her to be very cringy and annoying. She just doesn't. Uh, just seems. She's at strange. least likable though. I, I think she's a little more likable, especially more likable than Sid, because she's trying to help, actually help. Well, Fee's like not the bad batch. Being a bad guy, I just don't like her as a character. I, Sid's just. I'm not sure what they're trying to do with Sid's character, but that those two were just odd characters. And whenever I saw them around, I'm like, I'm not going to enjoy what I'm, I'm about to like say. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like there because Fee was never involved in any interesting plots. Whenever she was in the episode, she was doing something dumb that I didn't care about. She's like, "Hey, let's go do something that doesn't matter." I'm like, "All right, <laughs> I can't wait for this episode." <laughs> So that was maybe that's why I don't like her because whenever she's in an episode, it means it's gonna suck because she's gonna take him on some stupid adventure that means nothing to the yeah. I mean, I, I, like the treasure oh, hunt episode, but whenever yeah. whenever she showed the bad batch like her home planet and like she's like, I don't really I ever do. bring anybody here. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh, so she's actually legitimately being nice to the bad batch. I I kind of yeah. like that. That makes me and like I, her. I didn't like that episode initially, but it did have a purpose. Like the Pabu planet does actually matter, and we see that in the episodes after that. Even though I didn't really like the episode itself that much, I just uh, you know, it was kind of all over the place, I guess, on how I felt about how they handled the filler episodes. But for the most part, they just weren't that interesting. And that's still half the season. So, you know, uh, that, that's got to downgrade a bit. But, I mean, 7 out of 10, it's still worth watching. That's a, that's a pretty good show. Yeah, but if you're a Star I, Wars I still fan, I would, I would recommend this. this. Yeah, it's still generally a good show to watch. It's uh, I don't remember what I gave the first season, but it was pretty similar, I think. I don't, th- I don't think it was much more or less. Um, but there's some stakes in this show. Like they, ha- they have shown a little bit of like, obviously this is a dark, dark time in star Wars. You know, the empire is taking over the galaxy and there's no real rebellion. There's very, very small, tiny pockets of rebellion at this point at best. 
so yeah, they're they're insurgents is what they're calling them at the moment <laughs> yeah they're basically just terrorists they're not they haven't really they have nothing organized yet so it's interesting to watch that progress and they have kept that darkness so yeah i think they've done a decent job of showing that in this series i, I don't think this series has been too lighthearted. i mean it's still kind of a kid's show it's still kind of animation but it's done what clone wars did a good job of and just keeping it just light enough to be considered a kid's show but being plenty full of dark at the same time and the dark moments are the best moments in the show they just are i mean it's a little sad but the darker the show gets the better it gets in a lot of ways so bad batch has done a pretty pretty darn good job of keeping that clone wars feel i think through these first two seasons i don't think it's as good as clone wars but it's not far off it it's 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 pretty close to the same vein which is you know it's a good sign uh, they're do- they're doing a pretty good job um yeah so i think 7 out of 10 so you, so you you agreed you thought it was 7 out of 10 yeah. as well yeah that that's what i would give it all right look at us solid 7 what were you about um, to say let's talk about the animation and how beautiful it is it is excellent i mean like this this animation has come a long ways from like the early clone wars animation yeah we get it's, used to it but it is exquisite i mean it yeah, is it, really impressive yeah cuz like clone wars had an unusual animation style at first and i was not that big a fan of it i'm not talking about like early early clone wars cuz that was really bizarre animation but like it had an unusual looking 3d animation and boy has that gotten perfected over time i mean it looks outstanding now it doesn't especially look the blocky. environments Whew. yeah and the explosions. a lot of the environments look really really good yeah and i mean the sound and the explosions and stuff they look really good they sound really good i mean star wars sound has always been immaculate pretty much in everything that star wars has ever done but you know you do get that feel in general and there are sometimes the battle scenes don't feel like they feel like there's real stakes like you really feel like gunshots are going off around you or you really get that feeling of like the way the camera angles sometimes that like oh wow this is really a desperate situation um and yeah the animation is just outstanding it's hard to say a lot about it because it's just so good i, I don't know there's just uh what, what yeah, else it's, it's come a long way it's, it's and it, it does it looks like whenever uh whenever they were showing uh, what's her face? The the pirate lady. See? Yeah, whenever she was like, oh, check this out. And they were like on this like balcony and like the sun was setting and you could see like the ocean and like the rest of the island and the rest of the island, all the lights were starting to come on and stuff. I was like, yeah. wow, that looks really pretty. That looks really good. Yeah, and they've done an incredible job with it. Also, um, you were, we talked a bit about character development with tech and stuff getting more character development. I do feel like uh, I think Omega at this point is just a good character now. Like I think she, I was a little hit or miss in the first season, especially early. Like I kind of grew to like Omega, and at this point, I just like Omega. She's just a good character now. You know, they they did. <clears throat> I think they've done a good enough job of building her up to what she is. Uh, Wrecker and Hunter, they didn't really add a lot to their characters. They just kind of are them at this point, which I th- I think is fine. I don't think you really have to do a ton of development on some of these characters they're just kind of solid i guess at this point 
Um, I feel like we might get some more character development with Hunter next season. Yeah, I think we probably well with with Omega being kidnapped and everything. Mm-hmm. I think we are starting to see something. Maybe they'll get darker. I'm all for that. Like if he starts going around torturing people to get information, <laughs> he pulls I mean, a Joel from The Last of Us. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I would because this, like I said, this show just randomly sometimes does get dark out of nowhere. Like it gets unnecessarily dark sometimes. Whenever, because whenever, uh, like with Crosshair, um, the one doctor is trying to get information about Omega and the rest of the Bad Batch, Mm -hmm. and Crosshair is like, I don't know anything. Like you know, fuck you. And the doctor's yeah. like, okay, so they bring in like one of these like medical droids that has like a syringe with God only knows what's in it, and they're just like essentially torturing Crosshair. And I'm like, wow, where did this come from? <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of torture. And, like, in Star they'll Wars. show him like because he's he's all strapped down on the table. He has like his neck is strapped down, his wrists are strapped down, ankles are strapped <laughs> down, and like they show his legs and stuff like twitching around while yeah. he's getting tortured and i'm like all right this is, have you noticed that disney and star wars disney has introduced a lot of torture to star wars <laughs> there's they torture have. in andor there was torture in the mandalorian there's torture in bad batch like they are torturing the shit of everyone <laughs> there was torture in uh the sequels like force torture was what kylo ren was doing with these yeah, weird that's what you want to call that I and mean, that would suck if your mind is being extracted through the force. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, really I guess, but invested in torture. I mean, I Empire Strikes Back had torture, so it's not like Disney was the first time it's ever happened. But <laughs> they've really advanced with their torture <laughs> from Disney, which is ironic. Um, yeah, I, I think that they do get really dark sometimes, really randomly, almost to a point that they don't need to. But I'm, I'm a, yeah, I'm a fan it's of great. that. I'm not it's complaining been... about it. It's just yeah. you're not really expecting it to go that far, but it does. Yeah, they, they they'll bounce it up there. They'll they'll keep you guessing on exactly how dark <laughs> they're going to get. So I I appreciated that, but um, yeah, I I overall enjoyed this season. I'll definitely watch season three, uh, whenever it comes yeah. out. I'll watch season three up until the point that they start doing stupid stuff with tech, tech back. coming back from the dead as like a robot and. Uh, yeah. Sid is wanting to uh make money, and they're like, "Sure, Sid, let's make money sure, together. Let's again. do some other like, dumb right. bounties." And then Fee's like, "Time for a treasure hunt." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> just takes them to go yeah, find fossils." None of that. <laughs> I mean, there's gonna be more filler. I would. It would be nice if every episode. Was I about feel the like prongs, they could but... avoid filler though, because there's so much going on now. Like, I would have thought that unnecessary. For this season, so I don't know why they do. But filler. there's a lot of stuff like. There's a lot of stakes now because you have you have Crosshair who's being tortured. Omega is also in the hands of the Empire. Like that mm-hmm. should be that should be yeah, Hunter you wouldn't Wrecker think that... and Echo's number one priority. I think what the filler episodes are going to be like Hunter and Wrecker, like we need a ship to get to Omega. And he's like, only if you do this for me, you can have my ship. And then they'll go do some dumb I mean, shit to get a ship. Maybe that's the kind of filler they could do until they get to Omega. Because, yeah, it wouldn't make sense to, like, oh, we got a, a day off. Let's, <laughs> like, they wouldn't take days off or anything. So, yeah, that they can't have that kind of filler, uh, I would think. But, yeah, maybe, maybe next season we'll just be all focused on the clone uprising and everything. I mean, that would be fucking crazy cool. But, yeah, I hope they do that. Like, it's wishful thinking at this point. 
Anyway, I'm trying to remember there there is a movie or a TV show where somebody falls into like the fog or something so you don't see them hit the ground and die but you assume that they're dead and then they come back. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, Gandalf. <laughs> that came to mind when Tech fell down there. I was I know Gandalf is a wizard, very different. <laughs> it would not make sense if Tech comes back like I'm Tech the Tech's White. <laughs> he has a long white beard he comes back with he's like i'm no longer tech the gray (laughs) he has a a staff and everything he tells he tells the rest of the squad about how he fought the balrog and they're like what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) tech's lost his fucking mind (laughs) (laughs) to be honest if they went that route like if that's exactly what they did i'd be like all right Let's, I would be let's see where you go with this. It's not a good idea, but I would definitely be curious what the fuck they're going to do with that plot. Because it's, it's like it, it's it's like okay, wow. so we're on this level of stupid. Let's all right. Let's see let's, where you go. Let's, let's go all the way <laughs> down this road of stupid. Yeah, I really hope Tech's like dead. I mean, it doesn't make any sense if he survived that fall. Not to mention they got his goggles. So how the fuck did they get his goggles? I, mean, I guess his goggles could have fallen off of him and. That was one uh, worry I had. Like, this is all we found of him. Like, oh, great. He must be alive then, if that's all they found of him. But yeah. if he actually is dead, that's really dark. Because they're saying he blew up into so many pieces. We couldn't Wouldn't even recover it. If the doctor guy was like, oh, we recovered his body, but we uh, we chopped it up and cooked it and fed it to the other prisoner clones that I have on my <laughs> secret clone prison. That would be so much darker. That would be one of their insane dark moments that would have been totally unnecessary. Like they're, they're feeding like, Crosshair, and Crosshair's like, "What is this?" They have a bowl like, of it. They're like, "This is what's left of Tech," and they pour it down Wrecker's face while they have him like, <laughs> "They're like, if you don't, if you don't give us Omega, oh, you're gonna eat your friend." <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> They didn't take that route, but yeah, they, they could have gone that dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Um, yeah, I forgot what I was talking about now. Uh, but yeah, my, my point was like the tech thing is a big deal. If they don't bring tech back, if they don't do something stupid, I I, I think the next season should be a success too. I mean, they keep going with this method. It's, it's going to be an enjoyable watch. But Star um, Wars does have an yeah. issue of keeping people dead. They sure do. They're not a, a big fan big of it. Issue. Disney has an issue with keeping people dead in everything yeah. they have. Every fucking thing that Disney does, they cannot keep people dead. It's a, it's a, that's a whole other conversation. I'm not going to rip on everything Disney does, but goddamn Disney. Anyway, uh, any other thoughts on the season as a whole? Uh, no, not really. I mean, this this is a good show. It It has some it has some stinkers with the filler, but overall, I would say if you are a Star Wars fan and you're very curious as to what happens to the clones after the Empire takes over, this is the show. Yeah, it definitely is doing a good job filling that hole of confusion in Star Wars lore. So it has a purpose. I appreciate the show. It doesn't feel like a money grab. It's just, you know, it's enjoyable. So uh, definitely recommend if you haven't watched, although we did spoil everything. <laughs> so I don't, don't know how you got this far. I warned you. All right. So I'm trying to remember all the things I have to tell you people to do. There's so many things. Don't do anything. It's not worth it. That's the spirit. <laughs>
Don't do anything. It's not worth it. Wow. Way to preface all of my advertising with don't do anything this guy tells you to do. I don't Zero care. out of ten content here. Oh. <laughs> well, if you some for some reason enjoyed this, we <laughs> got this far. We do have lots of options. You can listen to our audio podcast, video podcast, depending on which uh, platform you are on for this. Both are Cookie Speaks Words on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Or Cookie Speaks Words on YouTube. I also stream again, which I haven't done in a long time on Twitch. Cookie Plays Games Live. I do that. So you can follow me on there, too, if you feel so inclined. And I guess that's pretty much it. Do all the stuff. Leave us a four-star review, a five-star review. Leave us a good review on the podcast. I don't remember which one's which. And like, comment, subscribe. I'm sorry I'm telling you guys to do so much, but it really helps us, so... Please. They're not going to do any of this. Please. Please. You are asking way too much. Please. I really kind of am. How about I ask something? Leave a one-star review. No. Tell us how shitty this is. They're too lazy to do all the other stuff. Oh, my God. (laughs) Why are you, like, Saul Guerrero-ing our show and (laughs) blowing up the whole thing so we fuck up the whole plan? In the middle. Uh, well, yeah, I'll leave it up to you guys. You can do what I said, or you can do what Bowen said, or you could have already tuned out and not listened to any of this. But either way, thanks so much for getting this far if you did. Um, we will talk to you soon, because we have a lot of, lot of shit to review, actually, in the next week or two. So stay with us. Until next time. Until next time. Like a K-pop girl. No, I'm, I want you to I'm, be my little K-pop girl. Oh, that was your first risque comment. <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Perfect way to end it. Bye. <laughs>